This is a Capricorn FM podcast. We are keeping up with the presidential elections in Zim. Several Zimbabwean presidential hopefuls have dragged both government and Zimbabwe's election commission to court last week ahead of the elections. <laughs> well, according to the, well, we'll hear more from the analysts, but the candidates are saying the money's not made sure, it's not adding up, the math is not mathing. So we'll, we'll hear what's going on. We're talking to African political analyst Kudzai Mutisi. Uh, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners. Yeah, Mangwana Nisbara. Mangwana so, talking about these 11 presidential candidates, um, we are hearing that, you know, uh, it, it, first of all, is the 11 candidates a good number for Zimbabweans in terms of the amount of options, you know, that they now have leading to the elections? And do we know how many candidates there were back in 2018 so that we'll be able to compare and see where we are? Yes, in 2018, we had 23 candidates. Okay. And now in 2023, the election commission said 11 were cleared and I think 10 were rejected. So there were actually more than 11, but 10 were cleared to participate and 11 were rejected. Mm. And then the issue it, around... Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Yes, it's, it's 11 cleared and 10 were rejected, which means maybe there were 19, but uh, there were 21 who had uh, put forward their names. That's what it's been. All right. Now, um, with the, the the presidential hopefuls who took government and the Zimbabwean elections to court last week, uh, what's currently happening? What's the story there? Tell us more about the reasons behind this. The In 2018, the nomination fee that was required for every presidential candidate was 1,000 US dollars. So if you wanted to participate in the election, you you had to raise... Uh, 1,000 US dollars, and you also had to get uh, 10 signatures from each of the 10 provinces, 10 signatures or 10 nominations from 10 registered voters in each of the 10 provinces. That was the requirement uh, in 2018. The same number of nominations are still required in 2023. However, the nomination fees was increased from 1,000 US dollars to 20,000 US dollars. So their argument was the 20,000 US dollars is a lot of money, of which it is a lot of money. Uh, that's why they took the Electoral Commission to court and, and, and the government. They wanted that fees to be reduced uh, because they were arguing it was too much. That was their argument. Was there a clear indication of why the fees had been hiked to this figure? There is there are a lot of uh, there are different uh, schools of thought with regards to that, but the main argument is that they wanted to root out chances people who are just jokers who want to just join uh, the election just for being on the ballot uh, on the ballot paper, but they are not serious about being presidential candidates. That was the argument behind. It is quite a valid argument uh, because sometimes you end up having a ballot paper with hundreds of people participating, but most of those people won't even get uh, any significant number of votes, and they are not even interested in the race itself, but they just want to be on the ballot paper. That was the argument. 
and it is a valid argument again in that if you are really a serious candidate, people will take you seriously. And you're going to have a political party which can back you. So political party, parties are able to raise money. Individuals who have got uh, plans, ideas, and who can convince even the business community can support them to raise that money. So if you can't raise 20,000 US dollars, surely we cannot trust you to be our president, or we cannot trust you to be somebody who is serious enough to be taken by voters seriously if no one is taking you seriously before the election. That was the argument behind this 20,000 US dollar fee. And what's the general mood like amongst Zimbabweans or those that will be taken to the polls? I mean, um, are they sitting on the fence? Are they taking sides with regards to this amount? Most of the... They take sides depending on the fate of their candidate. If you are from a party that has got the money, people will say, oh, I know. For us, we don't have to worry. Our candidate is sorted. We have the money we'll pay. Those who are from the candidates that are obviously arguing that this amount is too much, they are also siding with their candidates. So the, the mood of the Zimbabweans depends on their political affiliation and what their candidate is saying. If their candidate is one of those taking the government to court, they're also taking the view of their candidate. That is it. But most people actually agree that the, the fees is going to take out chances. People who just love uh, to be on the ballot paper, but they're not even going to be seen campaigning. Or they have not even been seen campaigning. They just woke up on the eve of the election to say, I want to be a candidate. <laughs> and, and, and then they become on the ballot paper. But if you wanted to be a candidate, yeah. you, have a, you should have a political party with supporters who are going to help you with raising the money. And if you're also a serious pol- a political candidate, you're going to have business people coming up and saying, don't worry about the fees. We're going to pay it for you. That's the truth, and that's the reality of election. If this enfranchises, though, um, the other argument is that it takes out people because they are poor. They cannot. It's like we're saying, those who are poor cannot be, cannot have or participate in elections as candidates. That's the argument on the other side. On the other side, you say, if you can be organized enough to raise such kind of money, we shouldn't also trust you with public office. Those are the two contradicting arguments, the contrasting arguments that are put forward. Yeah, no, it's reason enough if you ask me. So right now we've got 11 presidential hopefuls. Could this number go down? The final list is going to be announced on the 30th, which is this coming Friday. That's when they're going to announce the final list of those who are going to be on the ballot. So we don't know um, if it's going to go down or go up because those who are disqualified could still appeal that decision. And some could even challenge those that qualified. That oh, This one was qualified, but because of this and this, they should be disqualified. So the number can go up or the number can go down. They, we don't know what's going to happen. Because there are some people who were disqualified, but they appealed that decision that we were disqualified, but we should be qualified. So they appealed to the court. Once the courts make the decision, then the final list is going to be announced on the 30th, which is this coming Friday. So it may go up or down. African political analyst, 
Shangwari Kudzai Mutisi Dinotenda. Thank you, thank you. Have a good day. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.